This is Destroyer. You're listening to the Paradise Arcade. The Paradise Arcade contains graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Paradise Arcade with Kyle and Eric, promoting synthwave music and culture. Welcome to another episode of the Paradise Arcade. We have a very special guest this week, Facehugger. Welcome. What's up? Uh, thanks for joining us. As always, please follow us on social medias, uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, no MySpace. Didn't do that. Or Friendster. We're not on either of those platforms. Or Shit. That's what we're... We're missing out on that target demographic. <laughs> also Google Plus. Yeah. You know that none of those things exist anymore. Uh, so like, follow, Circles. share, all those kinds of things. Uh, I'm very go, excited. Go, go to our GeoCities page, please. <laughs> Man. Well, I mean, our website is almost kind of it, like that. Yeah, we need some animated GIFs or GIFs. I'm not getting into that right now. Yeah, we're not going to... No. Uh, so yeah, you can find us there, uh, paradisearcade.com. That is the hub to all the things Paradise Arcade and Synthwave. Uh, also catch this later broadcasted on Night Ride FM at some point in time. Um, so let's get into it. I'm excited to have you on. You just released an album. And I think what I'm seeing is that everyone is really, really pumped about it. Uh, I listen to it. I think it's fantastic. It's one of those things that you listen to start to finish, which immediately yeah, goes... You. Is it going to be pressed in vinyl? Can you repeat that last part again? Uh, Sorry about that. Is the album going to be pressed in vinyl? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's like for me, I do everything like super independently, so I don't really uh, reach out to too many people to to release my stuff. I kind of like to do it myself. And vinyl is just fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's worth it for me to do it, but we'll see. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for the perfect release to do that, where I'll I'll put my money into it. I feel but, uh, that this release yeah. <laughs> is a perfect release because it is hot start to finish. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's it's definitely something I, I need to think about and actually do it because I know I'm missing a lot of them. Um, a lot of people want vinyl from me, and I can't deliver. Instead, I do CDs. That <laughs> no, it's, it's fair. It's yeah. expensive, as you're saying, to do it on your own. We, we had another person on who bit the bullet and it did it himself and i mean it's it's such an incredible cost especially for such a low volume of output but it's one of those things that it instantly becomes very valuable yeah. just not to you to the end user yeah i know i mean i collect vinyl too so it's, it's like i want to see my stuff because i'll display my shit everywhere um but i just i need to look into it i'm, so, I'm super lazy about a lot of things that's no, all right yeah um, so being independent has, is that really a, a choice on your part to, I don't know, not say under the radar, but not be hooked up with a, you know, a producer or someone that, uh, you know, makes the stuff for you or. Yeah, it's, it's, a um, I just like having my own input. Me and my wife are just the ones who control everything we do. Like, I don't like to add like, uh, 
um for me personally i don't like to add like these narratives to my albums and stuff with like a story with like i've tried writing stories to like the whole album and it just didn't work and i have like ended up with really weird song titles that make no sense because i was <laughs> trying to create the album around a story that just never got released see it's interesting so, um, that you say that because i think like this new record it seems cinematic to me it has movement it has uh, a story that it tells i think yeah it's it's the interesting thing about this last album is that i didn't mean to write it it's um i have another album that i was initially working on i have like artwork ready to go for that one for like the past two years and every time i sat down to try and write it i ended up writing these songs that just t- like sounded kind of sad to me and after a while i realized like oh shit i'm like i think i'm writing what i'm feeling <laughs> and uh it just kept snowballing into like like i would finish the song and then i'll be like all right time to work on this album and then i'll do another song that sounded sad and after a while i was like wow i think i have a whole album of these like sad songs and i just started really like uh kind of like soul searching into like like you know yeah what's where's this coming from and i just started like putting all the pieces together and like what's going on in my life at the time and still going on but uh that's what came out and it's just like it hit home really fast to me and then all of a sudden like the songs started to make sense and these i guess they do kind of tell a story like um kind of there's a lot of ups and downs on the album i feel like like the energy changes a lot and uh it was honestly the first time that i've actually felt like i can hear my feelings in the music and i thought that was pretty cool i almost think it's kind of like the seven stages of grief a little bit if you listen to the album you know just because it it has it's a bit angry it's remorseful it's it's seeking out you know it has all of that movement through the course of the album which i i you know it's interesting because it's it's still very cohesive at the same time like thematically you know it works as a whole but it definitely like you've got some you know some bangers on there but you've also have more spaced out kind of stuff yeah, I'm super stoked that, that it came through. Like, I thought it was just going to be me that was hearing that stuff in it. But I'm glad because, um, yeah, a lot of people have told me that. So I'm really happy with that. It's uh, The feelings came out through it. And so it sounds like it, it basically just wrote itself. You were <laughs> it very did. much, like, focused on doing something else. And yeah. this other thing came up. So with this being done, is that other album now being able to come forth are you still writing and creating it was like i got like catharsis out of that last one so it's like i feel like i can focus now and i feel like i feel like i have energy and i can um i can focus on writing what i wanted to write initially so that should be happening pretty soon i already got the ball rolling on that so are you the type of person that um you would do multiple releases in a year or are you you looking to like hold that back and let this new album have some legs So typically my plan was always to release an album a year and in between that like a few EPs and singles here and there. But from the last album, I think it was Sci-Fi Violence, like I think two years ago now, I think mm-hmm. how old that album is. Until now that I released this one that wasn't even a planned album. Um, I went like two years with that one. So I want to start releasing more because uh, I just want to keep my name out there. So probably this year I'll release that other album and I got some other really, really silly songs coming out pretty soon. That's awesome. But yeah, <laughs> I can't even explain them. They're weird. There's like some songs with like some Spanish cover songs that I'm doing randomly because I get bored. I got like a, a Twilight cover coming out pretty soon. <laughs> That's <so laughs> awesome. 
Yeah. What kind of Twilight? <laughs> the, I'm uh, guessing the Twilight. Do you re- yeah, the Twilight, the movie. Uh, okay. Remember the... <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I was just Sparkles? making sure. Yeah. Sparkles? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember that. Uh, that I guess I could tell you guys. It's cool. Um, that song by Paramore, Decode. Uh, it was like the main... When you hear it, you'll know what song it is. Just look it up later and... Yeah, Which album was it from? Was it their, from their first album? Their yeah, first? from the first one. That, okay, that then I, I will definitely know that one then, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, Eric just I gave got, me a really weird I, look. <laughs> I gave Kyle side-eye because I'm like, are you secretly a Paramore fan? Like, it was a good album, and that one girl is really hot, so... <laughs> that's all No shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, I got the Warhorse did the vocals for that for me, so it's going to be super silly. That's awesome. I just got to finish that one up. Um, yeah, and I have music just sitting there that I need to release. I'm just trying to figure out where they, where they fit. I got remixes from some people and I just got to line everything up because it's just, I kind of been in a haze the past two years musically and I had no direction until this last album came out and then like the fog cleared and now I can see what I want to do again. Gotcha. So it sounds like there's, there's a lot of stuff for people to look out for and anticipate then. Um, Yeah. How has this last album that you wrote, has it impacted your writing style at all? Or is it kind of like it's its own thing and you're going back to what you're doing before? Um, it's kind of tricky. I feel, I feel like it's changed a little bit because I, I don't hear like a consistent sound from like, I guess now the three albums that I have, like the, I guess the full length album, like I have Chasing Replicants, sci-fi violence and now this alienate one and i to me those three sound completely different from each other so i always like to like kind of change the way they sound but i really like the sound i got on this last album and i think i might steer some like closer to that that style yeah there's there's something about it i you know again like i talk about like the through line of the of all the songs together like there's this i don't know it's like a spacey kind of element to it there's a tone i guess that it makes it all cohesive that I really enjoyed. It makes it different than um, a lot of other dark synth or dark wave. Um, and I don't yeah. know if you call yourself dark synth or dark wave, but that's where I would put it. Um, yeah, I'd say dark synth. I like that one. Um, so it, it made it, it's definitely like it stands out um, from other, um, you know, records that I've been listening to lately. So uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. So it's, it's very listenable. Um, so let's talk Thank a you. little bit about how you got into to doing this. How did Facehugger come about? <laughs> uh, I had insomnia back in 2016, 2017. And I just didn't know what to do at night. I had an iPad. I downloaded the free GarageBand app. And I just started making music on that. Like I have, I've never touched a synth before 2016. And I started just messing around on GarageBand. And somehow, I don't know, I was like scouring Twitter and I found someone looking for music for a movie, like just this indie horror movie. And I sent them a link to my SoundCloud. I was like, yeah, I have these songs. I don't know. Maybe they'll work. And they ended up loving them and they actually used my GarageBand um, iPad music for a movie. And then things kind of just went from there, which is how the name Facehugger came about, because that was my SoundCloud username. There's like really no real meaning to facehugger aside from it being my soundcloud name back then and like the, and, i i was gonna ask are you a fan of aliens <laughs> I, yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i love aliens but like yeah that's why i had the name in the first place but it, like 
I had never planned on like, you know, being an artist and releasing albums and stuff and people buying my music. It was just kind of like a thing I was doing because I couldn't sleep. And then they used my, um, my, they used my music in the movie. And I had to tell my wife, I was like, oh, I have music in a movie. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, when? When did you make music for a movie? And I was like, at night when you're sleeping? It's like bullshit. And then they showed her the movie. And at the end, in the credits, it was like Facehugger all huge. And I was like, oh, that's the name I have. And I thought about changing it early on, but it was too late because I already had credits under Facehugger. So it just kept it. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I mean, my, yeah. I, I suppose you have the distinction, though. It's Face X Hugger. Only reason is the X because Facehugger on SoundCloud was taken. So I had to just put a space Son in between. Son of a it, fucking so. bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like in Japan, if you put an X between something, it doesn't mean you don't do the act. Like Hunter X Hunter, it's just yeah. Hunter Hunter. Well, yeah. sometimes. Not all times, but <sighs> shit. Yeah, I still get it a lot where people, um, I had to make that song called The X is Silent. Like it's one of my first songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, and then on the last album, or Sci-Fi Violence, I have, what is it, a song? Uh, in Space, No One Can Hear the X. Kind of I trying to, trying to remind people not to say the X, but yeah, I can't get around it. It's like face X hugger, so, and uh, even like my Alexa says it all pervy when I tell her to play my music. Just calls it for sex hugger. <laughs> I was just gonna say something about that because uh, I, I got a new car and it'll t- like Siri will talk text messages to me while I'm driving, and yeah. Eric texted me and yeah, Siri really fucked up your name too yeah, a sex hugger it sounds it sounds creepy i was like what what did he just what? try to say to me yeah i might as well add two more x's in it and just make it like face triple x hugger something <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, i might do it at some point too for a single just make it sexy uh, there you go. oh sexy oh. face hugger strictly for the strip <laughs> clubs there you go if it also it sucks for my name because people that don't know alien or don't know what a face hugger is um, my name sounds kind of pervy to them. Who are general. these people who, who don't know that? <laughs> oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. If, if I don't want to know them. Yeah, because if yeah. you're listening to dark synth, you're probably of well. I, I'm any synth wave genre or whatever. Yeah, you with synth wave, it. it's popular. But like, if you talk to people that like say like listen to I don't know anything else that's not like this retro sound, um try to tell them what a face hugger is and then you show them and then they see what it actually looks like and it's even worse yeah. <laughs> they're like yeah oh i uh, thought it was sexual but it's much more than yeah. i it's imagined worse. yeah it's worse <laughs> yeah. than being sexual looks like a baby could come out of there so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the origin of the alien egg laying fetish yeah. right oh my god uh, yep. so doing this kind of a thing it's it's a happy accident. I mean, not a happy accident because you. Well, you made really good use of your time then. Honestly, like. yeah. Like this whole, this whole, I, I don't know, project or me becoming face hugger has been like this weird, like just happy accidents, like Bob Ross style the whole time. Because uh, down to like when I was getting ready to release my first album after that movie came out, I was just on Instagram one day and someone messaged me saying like, "Hey, I do some um, some cover art." For dance with the dead and stuff and i really like your name i want to do something for you and then you're like yes fucking please yeah yes please it's <laughs> exactly that and he's the one who came up with the logo and my first two album covers and it just is something i wasn't looking for but it just happened and it just worked out perfectly it's because as good as it gets i like going with how, that yeah with that like 
old horror VHS style where you see a really cool cover and you don't really care if the movie's good or not. You just like the way that the cover looks. And I figured I can go with that with my music. Like, if you don't like my music, well, at least I have really bitching fucking um, cover <laughs> I, I mean, that's true. And I think a lot of, you know, if you think about it, like, how many times as a kid or whatever did you watch a movie because just because of the cover art? All the time. I like, honestly, it's like, I, I feel covers. lucky. And I know yeah. it sounds cliche to say it, like, to be able to go to, like, uh, video stores back in the day and just buy or rent movies just on based off how cheesy or awesome the, the cover art looked. Like, Look at like the pumpkin head yeah. cover, like for that movie. Like it's fucking amazing. That movie is kind of trash, but the cover yeah. is fucking great. The, the yeah. art for Rollerball. Oh yeah, is like that is like the number one like movie poster, movie art. Like here is this amazing piece for this movie that is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. this this artwork. Dude, it's Mickey tight in the pants. <laughs> that's I bet that's how they pitched the remake too, and they just showed the original artwork, and they just went with the remake too. <laughs> really check this out. See, just yeah. this <laughs> right here. That's all it is. Well, yeah, I'm a sucker for cool uh, cover art. Though. Like uh, Dead Alive is my favorite all time. Okay, all like, right. movie cover. Like I have it tattooed on my arm. That's awesome. There's my dog. So, uh, getting into this whole thing, kind of an accident. Now, as far as like. The, the specific genre. Were you listening to Dark Synth or did you come from like metal nope. or? I, I listened to a lot of metal, like, uh, but like not nothing too crazy. Like I like In Flames a lot. That's probably what I was listening to the most at the time, which is where like the, the, the synth influence came from because they have a lot of synths in their music. But I had no idea what Synthwave was at all. Like I didn't even, haven't even heard like Nightcall or Kavinsky yet. And I was making music that, ended up sounding like somewhat similar but it was just for the same reasons that everyone else was creating it because they liked that old you know horror movie sci-fi style and i was walking the same path as them in a way but i just i didn't know that other people were doing it so i think i like stumbled onto like perturbator on pandora and that just blew my mind and i realized like there was like this whole scene of it and like yeah my life kind of forever changed after that especially musically just like it's it's hard to listen to anything else for me now that isn't synthwave related i would agree yeah. i am in the same boat pretty much yeah. yeah it's hard to like it's addicting and it's it's crazy how how much it's evolved and how how good like everyone's music is coming out that's it's one crazy of the, yeah one of the things that i've like i've noticed is that my before really getting heavy into synthwave i'd say that my music taste was really wide open but now I just yeah, find same. myself listening to Synthwave or Darkwave, yeah. you know, like some variation thereof. Yeah, I'll try to go back and listen to what I used to listen to, and it's like I just I don't get the same feeling anymore. I guess this is nice though. I like this alternative. That's right. Like I feel now, like I'm discovering more new bands. I'm more active and listening to more stuff. I'm way more engaged in music than I have been at any point in my life. And I'm an old yeah. boy now, which is like, they say you're not, you, you won't be doing that at the age that I'm at. Yeah. And I, I was like super into metal when I was younger, like in high school and stuff. Like I have a, uh, I don't know if you guys know Dimebag Daryl mm-hmm. from Pantera. Yeah. I have a Dimebag tattoo on my arm, like a pretty huge one. And it's like, I, <laughs> my wife's shaking her head. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I have a lot of really questionable tattoos yeah, so and they're from about it. like just 80s callbacks. They have an Autobot tattoo 
on my back that's horrible. I have a Cobra Kai tattoo. Jason, like all, yeah, just a bunch of random. Why am I talking about my tattoos? Because you can talk uh, about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I, it's very, the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Very 80s influenced. Yeah. Well, some, yeah. Some, I think I was talking about that. Yeah. And that's really interesting. And I, I find like the, the, again, everything about Facehugger is kind of an accident. Like, you weren't yeah. even really aware of, of what's going on and you just happened to be making this thing and it, it's just, it works. And then you discover it and you're like, holy shit, there's a whole world I've been missing out on. Yeah. And it's, uh, and I think when I came in, I guess, to the scene, it was, um, the live shows were happening, but not as much as they are now. And that's something that like my wife caught early on. She's like, you need to, to go out there and start playing shows. And I was like, but how, like, I don't, know what i'm gonna do <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna play this stuff live like um we just without even having like a real like game plan of how we were going to tackle live shows we just started trying to book them like we saw uh, perturbator was coming to town to san francisco we lived in california back at the time and i actually got the show <laughs> holy and fuck. that was yeah that was probably my second show ever holy shit <laughs> talk about yeah. pressure <laughs> jesus yeah it was so I had like a like a test run show before that, and literally my hands were shaking. I couldn't stop shaking because I had no clue what I was doing. I was used to playing guitar in front of people, no problem. But to have everyone just looking at me in some sense, like I felt like a nerd up there. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Because <laughs> awesome. like growing up, like I always made fun of like the synth players. Like, look at that dude in the fucking corner. He's not doing shit. And now I have so much more respect. Was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm the nerd in the corner doing <laughs> that shit. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> like karma. You're center stage now, yes. and it's all eyes on you. Yeah, and it's I'm still like I still I'm still getting used to that. Every time I play live, it's always a uh, I get a little nervous, where I have to have like a few beers to like take the edge off. I'm about to play, and then I just I get up there and I just start headbanging, which is looks really off most of the time, especially if the crowds are there to dance, and I'm just up there just headbanging. It's a uh, it's fun. Well, if you're with Perturbator, that's very appropriate. <clears throat> kind of mandatory, yeah, if you're going to open for him. Yeah, that was that was a crazy show to open for as, like, my second show. And uh, back then, I had this mentality where I didn't want to use a laptop live to, like, you know, help, like, add more fullness to my music. Right. So I was literally playing everything live. Like, I had a drum machine Holy going shit. and playing all my songs live, which was even more... Like, I don't know why I fucking made it so hard on myself early on. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it worked. And, like, there's there's a few people that actually picked up on what I was doing. And they're, like, impressed at that. But, uh, yeah, I gave up on that because it's too much fucking work taking all these synths with me everywhere. Oh, dude. And, and all the cables and shit running. And we... Yeah, it's just too much. Just iPad and GarageBand. Man. Yeah, right? I could, just, um, um, I could do this in bed. bed. <laughs> just take a bed on stage and oh my you guys God. can watch me. <laughs> that sounds like a thing that someone's going to do. It'd be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, when Face Triple X Hugger comes out. <laughs> oh my God. Like different areas of the bed are different triggers? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I had too much work. You just got to lay there. Oh, okay. That's the key. You just lay there. We're giving it, away let, it happen. <laughs> let it happen. Let it happen. Half you might want to look away right now. <laughs> take notes. Like your journey into synthwave is like um, one amazing to me, and two like 
super respect for all of that, not knowing about any of the other stuff. Just yeah. going, not playing a synth, not doing it, just doing it on an iPad starting out. It's just like, that's fucking awesome. And I like respect a, all that, too. And it seems like yeah, thank it's, you. it's a destiny. Like, how, like it's, how could you not try? Like you were living on an island out in the middle of the <laughs> ocean, and you had no idea about the things that were happening in other cultures, and yet you developed the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And then later on met up. Exactly. It's like uh, kind of like when people find like those undiscovered like tribes and stuff. It's like I just clicked with everyone. And it's funny because one of my friends, like one of my best friends now, his name is Mike. Um, I met him through my music. Like he flew out to my first show that was at like this like little this little place that we played at in, in Glendale, California. Um, he flew out to that and we had like lunch before the show. And just talking to me, he was like, I was telling him like, yeah, I never heard of this stuff before. But like, I like Karate Kid. I like Transformers. I like all this shit. He was like, "Oh, so you were just you were made to make this kind of music?" And mm-hmm. That seems seems that way, I guess. Yeah, because I, you know, we've definitely talked to to folks, and there there are some synthwave people now where it seems like it's become a, maybe a, not self aware, but like it's been around long enough to like kids who have no point of reference to what it is are picking up on it. Like, I hear. 19 year olds making synth wave and i'm like whoa what oh yeah (laughs) but it's a thing all all its own yeah but also now that like i'm more aware of what like noises synths actually make and like it's everywhere like i listen to even like any any music i listen to now i can hear where exactly the synths are and like the, the way that they're playing and like it just makes a lot more sense to me now than it did before and like even till this day, like I'm still learning because I never properly learned or I never, I never, like I said, I never had the intention of really doing this as something serious. So it's like, sometimes I hear my songwriting and I, I start judging myself like, oh, this sounds like it's either like too repetitive and I, like, I'm really hard on myself on that. And then my wife always like goes and reminds me, she's like, well, like you never really like learn how to do it. You're just like kind of winging it. So it's not bad for winging it, I guess. Yeah. Hey, mad respect to the wife. She's supporting you. That's really nice. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's more popular than I am, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah, she had this thing out when we were in California called Neo LA. She was running shows around LA and stuff and she took off more than I did. So now I just gotta tell her or tell people that I'm her husband and it helps me. Oh there you go, right? So that's her cool. coattails. That's yes. perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Um so uh, what do you listen to now? I mean, you're talking about that's kind of the music you're engaged in. Um, like, is there any particular artists that you're really tuned into? Um, everything that comes out, like I, I follow a lot of people on Bandcamp. So every time I get like, it's almost daily at this point now, like, oh, blah, 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 just released this. And I was like, all right, let's check it out. And I'll listen to albums. Like I listen to uh, Destroyer a lot. Yeah, we had Chris yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I'm. I want to go meet up with him because I want to see New Orleans and eat some. What are they called? Beignets. I mean, anything down there that you yeah. eat is going to be amazing. Well, I, I'm afraid of spicy food, so I'm kind of like skeptical. Ooh, wow. But I think I'm going to go hard when we go over there and just eat whatever. I think that's a good idea. Just dive right in. Don't ease into the pool. Just jump right <laughs> yeah. in and get that head first. Yeah. Well, are you Crocodile going to uh, Neon Retrofest? <laughs> What was that? Are you going to go to Neon Retrofest? Uh, we're planning on it, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
that's a big party. We played it last or two years ago, and it was awesome. But I was only there for like eight hours, and I had to go back to work the next day. Oh, suck. So yeah, my wife stayed the whole weekend, which I'm still jealous of. <laughs> well, I just, get to see pictures of her at breakfast with all these artists and everything. Like, that's awesome. Well, Destroyer is yeah. going to be there. I'm not sure. He, oh, I don't nice. think he's planned, but he's he's definitely going to be there. And then everyone's yeah. going to be there. We're going to be there. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll 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 see you out there. Almost positive. We'll we'll hang out. Sweet. We're gonna get drink. It's going to oh, be a yeah. party. We're gonna get high life ponies. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right there. Tiny beers. That's I'll bring awesome. some coronas. Yes. <laughs> Please. Probably... I bet by then, like everyone will have forgot about that. Or we just all have it at that point. Or yes, or everyone has it. <laughs> yeah. You can I'm so fucked now. over here. It's, it's, it's like, like my wife. Everyone has... <laughs> I, I live in the area where it's all coming from right now in, in the U.S., like in Washington, like the specific county. Oh, my God. Where yeah. the old folks' I, home is? Rip. My, <laughs> my wife works for the school district, so there's like a oh first high chance of getting it. Uh, I work at the airport, so like I'm definitely pretty sure I have it right now. <laughs> Yes, you are in the hot, both of you are in the hot zones out there. Yeah, so you'll see uh, you'll see us in a bubble most likely at at a neon retro fest. Well, I mean, you've got it's in August, so you'll probably have had it. Be a carrier, be a carrier, and yeah, expose everyone else. Yeah, yeah uh, maybe they'll let me do a panel on how to survive it through synth or something. Oh my god, That'd be cool. Yeah. Beyond there, be like how we're dealing with it right now at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't feel very good. I might poop myself. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with your music, are you, you know, with the new album, it, I was saying before, it's it's fairly cinematic. Do you take cues from film scores or things like that? Or it, it just, it, it's um, coming out? Yeah, but kind of like unconsciously, like I just... Uh... The way I used to write music, I'll throw on like a horror movie and I'll mute it, and then I'll just start writing mm. to the scenes. And that's how that's how I'd make most of my songs before. Or I just look at like a picture of like uh, Jason killing someone, and then try to put the music to it. Okay. So it's uh it's I do it because uh, I've watched so many, and like I it's just part of me. So um yeah, it's it's definitely a big influence that that cinematic score stuff. Okay, that makes actually a lot of sense. And I, and I, and I don't know, Kyle. Do you think it's more of like a thing you see off? I've got. I just have to say right now, okay. I've got this picture in my head of you just like tenderly, sensually looking at a picture of Jason <laughs> killing someone, yeah. and just like touching it gently and running your fingers down it, and then yeah. coming up with the music to it. I walk away from it and then run back really close again. Yeah, oh, don't leave me. Don't. I don't know why all of a sudden I thought of that. That's kind of really weird, but that's that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's. I've tried it with other things. Like, I'll try to look at a picture of Ryan Gosling and write some music, but it never works. <laughs> You, you you write what gets you. Excited. It's mostly silence that I would think of if I looked at a picture of Ryan Gosling. Like I'm not yeah. speaking. I'm just gonna stand here and look away for a long time. Yeah, just try to feed him some cereal. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, Mr. Silence Boy. Um, <laughs> okay, because that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm sorry, did I just fuck up your question? Oh, uh, not really. I'm just I'm winging it as usual. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just had to say. 
That's fine. That's, <laughs> I got I got a mental image that I couldn't get rid of. That's a great image. Can I just say, all right, uh, what are you guys' names again? Who am I talking to? I'm Eric. Just, and I'm Kyle. Eric. What was that? And I'm Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, you sound a lot like that actor. <laughs> oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, it's coming. It's he's coming. In, he's in Deadpool. I think he got in trouble for like calling in a fake bomb threat somewhere. Yeah, so Kyle gets this uh, pretty frequently. Okay, DJ, I'm sorry DJ if that's Miller. annoying. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't No, what's Yeah, this is the second time that I know of this happening. So uh, <laughs> what he doesn't know is like uh, when we rebroadcast these on Night Ride, I'm in the chat with the folks, uh-huh. and people are always commenting. Sorry, dude. But it's uh, they say, <laughs> say you sound like a mixture of... The two Silicon Valley guys, the TJ Miller yeah, character, yeah. and then that also guy, TJ Miller, and then the other like droopy guy, the sat- Satanist guy, Gilfoyle. Oh yeah, they say you sound like a combination <laughs> of both of those people together. Ulrich and Gilfoyle. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a cool voice, man. Like, like that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> he, he, he hates the sound so, of his own voice. I do. I hate the sound of my voice. <laughs> that it's, ain't nothing this, new. It's strange for me to hear myself through a headset and hear my voice right now. This, I think this is the first podcast interview I've ever done, to be honest. Ooh, well, thank welcome. you for coming on. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. Night Ride, like, I remember when Night Ride first started. You guys come a long way. Or night ride has come a long way. Yeah, night, yeah. I'm not taking any credit for that. That's that's Dennis <laughs> and Jules and and Z and those guys. They they're gracious enough to let us like ride them coattails. Yeah, right there coattails. <laughs> yeah, I remember like it was years ago. I did like a playlist. Like uh, they used to do like uh, on Spotify. Like they'd ask you to make a playlist for their their uh, Spotify channel. I did one of those a while back. It was cool. Yeah, they're really great guys, and and just the support that they do. Uh, and helping break artists and just connecting people. That's one of the things. So here's a really interesting, um, well, not interesting, but just a, a thing. Do you find that this community has been more supportive of you, your music, say, versus when you've done other projects? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this an insane amount of support in this scene uh like other projects like for other types of music is what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh hell yeah like usually with synthwave when you go to a show or like you throw a show and you invite people more often than not they actually show up like with metal <laughs> bands you invite people to shows and they're like all right cool and then no one's there yeah we don't want to see your shitty metal band but like we'll yeah. see your shitty synthwave act <laughs> yeah they'll they'll happily take that at least there'll be some sort of visuals for that yeah, that I I find that just just to be true, and I like asking that question just because, I, being associated with Night Ride and and all those things, I'm kind of like really involved in it. Where before, like I was doing this, this kind of similar thing in the metal scene uh, when I was a teenager. And mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to say the time frame because I'm gonna <laughs> out myself for being old. But uh, it's just really you know it was your own voice screaming into the void. And not really any kind of response where this people act like every day for me. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's screaming to a mirror though. Still a void. <laughs> yeah. So I found Yeah, I, the, the go ahead. Oh, uh, the support yeah, it's just crazy. Like I've made a lot of friends and like you just you see familiar faces all the time. So I'm sure 
for Neon Retro Fest. That's like a big family get together. It's just how, how pumped are you about that? Because you're gonna see uh, <laughs> fucking. I was bummed it didn't happen last year. So yeah, it's like two years in waiting. Just it's gonna be awesome. Lots of hugs for sure. Face, Lots of drinking. Face, Maybe faces with triple X's. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm gonna just create a stamp or something. Start stamping people's faces. Oh yeah, or bring some, bring a poster, or bring a sticker, or some shit, because people want it. Yeah, just one of each. Yeah, just leave it in the lobby. There you go. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Like, have you guys gone to a lot of synth shows where you're at? Well, we actually help run the synth wave community where we're at. Um, where's that? At Minneapolis. Oh, nice. So yeah, we if there's a synth wave show and it's local, it's it's usually us putting it on. So it's that's cool. And that's stressful it. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like anything, you know, the all the preparation that goes into the show and, you know, luckily neither one of us performs, so we don't have that stress <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for that kind of a thing. But, you know, it's it's crazy the amount of people even in Minneapolis. I think we've got maybe 10, 10, 10 acts now in the oh, Minneapolis. Awesome. I just, I can't even imagine that there was even two in this area. How many of them have a year after their name? Um, hold on. <laughs> one, one for sure. Galaxy 80. Galaxy 80, yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, I think that might be it. That's it, yes. Wow. We <laughs> don't suffer from that one. Too bad. Yeah. You guys are ahead of the curve then. Yeah, we're post synthwave here. We, you know. And, nice. you know, going off that, I was just thinking to myself, like, how many acts there are here. I couldn't believe that there are other people in the state that even knew about it when I was into it first and was getting going like, Hey, there's a sweet music. You've heard of this? Like really? <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. the drive Yeah. And you guy. see like, like the crazy thing about the synth wave shows is like, um, it's the most unexpected crowd of people together. It's like just from all walks of life is just, you see like some punker dude, some metalhead dude. People look like they're going to go to some dance club and stuff. Like, like Jurassic yeah, it's, it's, synth, or not synth, but like Jurassic goth people. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like fifty-year-old goth people who are there and all <laughs> yeah, colored. I've seen my share of those. It shows. Um, they're usually the ones that dance the most too. That's true. Show. Yeah, it's a really good point. And they don't give a yeah. shit like how yeah, they look my... either. They're swinging their body parts all over the place, just going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do that. Mad respect. <laughs> Especially if you're that old. Like if you're yeah. like OG from the eighties, like if you were old then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's my demographic right there. That's pretty awesome. So uh being in the Seattle area, do you what's what's the scene like out there? I know that there's quite a few things. Is there a lot of like intermixing with like Portland? Because I know there was the Neon Rose Fest. Which, oh yeah, the Sin City people. Yeah, yeah, those are my guys. Sweet. So what's yeah. I mean, what's the community like out there? I mean, I we've talked to folks that are involved with that scene, but I mean, for yourself, what is that? I mean, I always knew the scene up here was cool because, uh, um, I mean, I've only been here since like only about seven months. Okay. Um, but I played, I played a show up here, and everyone was really cool. Like everyone's really welcoming. 
up here and the same thing in portland like the people people in portland they just really appreciate this music and they like to support like especially in seattle they like to buy a lot of merch it's really cool for anyone listening you're going to play in seattle bring a lot of merch with you especially vinyl i think that's the key with synthwave in a general sense if you're bringing if you're bringing cassettes or vinyl you're going to sell that shit yeah definitely i yes i will go out of my way to buy that always yeah i know one of my friends, he said people in Seattle like to buy so much merch because they want to prove that they actually stepped outside of their house. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. risk coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I got this. Yeah, the vibe. scene up here is pretty uh, pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure you... we all have coronavirus right now. Well, yeah. Uh, maybe not like soon touring. Have you considered going on a tour? Um, um, that... Yeah, we've thrown the idea around a few times. It's just uh, like, you know, working a regular job and having to support my kids. It's kind of hard to yeah. to swing that. Um, but it's definitely something that's still, it's it's possible, but difficult. I, I want, yeah, possible but difficult. That's probably the best way to put it. Um I don't know. I it could happen almost at any time. It just everything has to align perfectly, time wise. And and have you had uh, people reach out to you to to go out, or has it been? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. People reach out and stuff, but it's also like that's even harder too because when someone reach out, it's like kind of on their time, and then you have to to find a way to to try to fit your schedule into what their needs right. are. So it's always it's always really hard. Like it's a lot of. Um, Everything needs to go the right way to make it work. And it's something that I can't... <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, the corona's talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. <laughs> it's, it sucks, just real quick, about that virus. Uh, like, the symptoms, you know, are like coughing and like shortness of breath and a runny nose or whatever. And death. Like things I have in life anyway, so it's hard to you tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I've read the symptoms of that. It's like mild, okay, coughing... And then a hundred and three degree temperature. Yeah, it's cool. It's great. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> yeah. it's coming. Just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. People like someone coughs and people freak out. Yeah, I just like that all the uh, toilet paper and water are missing from the grocery stores right now. Everywhere, it, it's the same thing here. <laughs> same thing here. If you want toilet paper or large packages of paper towels, you can still buy like individual rolls. That shit's wiped yeah. out everywhere i should probably just buy them up and sell them i can just fund my vinyl myself like in the next month i think that's a a good idea (laughs) yeah so have you you thought about doing like a crates release where you do uh is crates still going on anymore i don't know it's just i i like i said i like to be in control of all that stuff i can't hand that off to like another company that and, and feel safe like knowing what uh what people that purchase my stuff are waiting for you know i just i'd rather oversee it all myself and I like that too. Yeah, I am the same way as well. Yeah, dude, trust me. Like, I get super anxiety about like merch release. Like, my wife kills me for it because like someone orders something, and if I feel like I've taken too long to to ship it out, it could be like a day or two. I start getting anxiety, thinking like, "Fuck, I'm letting them down. Like, they're gonna be pissed. I haven't sent this out yet." And it's Oof. yeah, I feel I'm, I feel that too as far as shipping stuff out. Ooh, yeah. Like, that's bad. Like, two days, and people are like, where's my shit? Yeah. I haven't gotten a shipping Thankfully, notification yet. I haven't. I don't think I've really dealt with um, anyone being angry yet, but I know people like that exist, and, like, I get it. 
but at the same time, some people are rude as fuck uh-huh. when it comes to things. So, I think we were talking uh, to Destroyer, and he was like four days out, and someone was like threatening a chargeback, a chargeback, or, something like or some shit. It's like it's. Been... I'm not even. It's like I'm not even home. I'm in a different state right now, <laughs> and I can't do anything. Yeah, it's it's brutal. That's why. Luckily for me, I have my wife handle all that stuff for me. Or so it's like, like they think like no matter how <coughs> they don't know how big or small an artist is, or they think somebody else is handling the shipping of their merch. And a lot of times yeah, it's, it's that person themselves that are taking care of all aspects of things. Well, even like a synth wave yeah. label, it's usually one or two people. That's it. Right. I mean big one, big and really big label, blood music. Like a couple people for a you yeah, don't they have to like walk through snow or something to get to the post office? With yeah, no car, and they have crazy. to use a hand cart to walk through like the Finland <laughs> snow. To del- yeah. It's just like chill out, people. It's you'll yeah. get your stuff. Have you ever ordered anything from New Retro Wave? Well, you're gonna wait four to six months for that. So yeah, yeah, chill out. <laughs> anything else, you're you're way ahead of the game in that aspect. Yeah, so like if you're gonna like yeah, that's part of the reason too. I have trouble like. uh releasing merch like i i have trouble aligning it with the album because you like need to put time aside for being able to handle the orders that are going to come through and it just takes time and planning and like i i don't think ahead like a lot of the times i'll just release my album out of nowhere like i have a planned date for it and then i told my well, i'm just going to really release it right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> fuck it whatever yeah uh back in the day though it was cool because uh square wave do you guys remember them they used to make these really awesome like synth wave t-shirts. No, I don't. I like, no. Oh, yeah, that were that was like yeah, it was a while ago. It sucks cuz uh they were really cool. They I had some issues or something. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I missed them. They used to do my shirts for me and they were awesome with it because they would ship them. Yeah, there's a, there's like, a service that we use now <laughs> that we don't have they just they make them to order, they ship them, they deal with all the shit. And Yeah, that's uh, it, that's really nice. Yeah, it's smooth. It's really good when we keep buying our own shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. So how do you guys get into doing what you do? Uh, so Wow, we've never been asked that question that's before. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. Our own <laughs> fucking show. Uh, Tables have turned. Uh, yeah, so this is actually our the second in- incarnation of, of our show. So we had another show before that was kind of a it was whiskey based and then whatever pop culture subculture thing we wanted to talk about um okay. in this last four months we switched over to this show yeah because like the episodes that people listen to the most were the ones that we talked about synthwave yeah oh yeah and nobody really gave a shit about the whiskey <laughs> aspect of it either <laughs> So it's just like they were listening for like the content besides that, yep. and the content yeah. that they liked was synthwave. So it's yep. just like, oh, well, we might as well go go with that, and yep. we're going with that. Here we are. That is the popular <laughs> thing, and I have to say, it's been going really, really fucking well. Yeah, since we That's started awesome. doing it, and it's just like this, the the music and the the community and the culture and all that is something that like. I am so into and have been for you know the past few years that it's just like it all makes sense. it's not even a thing for me to go into it. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like the next logical step is a synthwave whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't think if that could even be a thing. No, that's not. 
whiskey is old timey and really like hoity toity. If there was an yeah. alcohol to be <laughs> affiliated with synthwave, what do you think it would be? Gin. Really? Was I don't know. Whatever looks good under like I don't know neon lights. I, maybe like a, a rum based drink, like something fruity, like bright color, fancy. Hey, maybe? you can call it like out rum. Oh shit! <laughs> oh god damn! Wow, you better fucking trademark that shit right now. That's All right, gotta go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Out rum. We got a testarossa <laughs> on the bottle. <laughs> Uh, well, there is a beer. There's a synthwave beer, Scald Brewery out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, but do you think like in if you think about like what synthwave has, like you're thinking about the '80s, you're thinking about technology, you're thinking about neon lights, you're thinking about all these cool, exciting things. Do you think about beer? No, expect- no. It usually me like synthwave cocaine or something is what. Right. Yeah, this like, is this like all going to lead to a drug <laughs> would do the sure cocaine perfect whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, who knows? But if you're going to do that homemade speedball. Yeah. <laughs> what is it going to be? Is it going to be cocaine and, and out rum? <laughs> is yeah. that what it's going to be? That's such a good album name. Fuck. I might use that. Cocaine and out rum. I give you my blessing. Yeah. Thank please, you. please do. That's just give us, just give us a thanks in the liner notes. And we'll yeah. That, we'll, we'll have a few out rums at neon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, we had another drink too that we had. Uh, I think it was called Endless Scummer. <laughs> yes, I like that idea. Yeah, scum class. Yes, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Kyle's all about the scum class. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but uh, how we initially got into podcasting overall, though, is one of my more famous friends was uh, bugging me to do it. And then was I, it T.J. Miller? It was not T.J. <laughs> it was not. Does he have a podcast? <laughs> Probably. Who? What comedian doesn't have a podcast at this point? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, and oh, you and uh, I recorded their live show and was like, because before that I didn't really, I barely knew what the internet was. I certainly didn't know what podcasts were. I didn't really understand any of that shit. People want to listen to other people talking. I that was such a weird. Thing <laughs> no to one wants to listen to me talk. My T.J. Miller sounding ass. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then I recorded their live show and was like, they sold out a theater, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then so I slowly started to put together a show idea, and the only person I thought of was this guy to my left. Um, and mm-hmm. it took about three months to convince him, and that's that's the end of the story there. And then here we are, interviewing Facehugger. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a good choice. Kudos to you for asking the question, like the deep questions. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just interesting. It's it's. I like to hear what other people do. It's like uh, when I meet people at shows too. I like just ask them what they're all about and what they like to do, and it's really cool. I like to go out to eat. <laughs> yeah, right. And I really like Applebee's. <laughs> Get the I like chilies. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there's. Is there chilies out here, no. babe? Oh, there's no chilies around me, so it sucks because oh we used God. to go there all the time. How do you live? So <laughs> before, I think you said, were you in San Francisco before? No, I was in like the last. I honestly like I was in um California my whole life up until now. Um, but like all over California and it's 
the easiest way to explain it if you're not from there it's like i lived in the los angeles area most of my life but towards the end i lived in um uh this place called moore park in simi valley i don't know if you guys heard of that that area but pretty simi valley so yeah uh yeah around there but uh it's like a five-hour drive to san francisco that's how i made a few shows up there i would drive a lot to shows like i think did we drive to arizona for a show i don't think arizona we drive to san diego play some shows down there with like street cleaner and stuff oh sweet yeah um yeah it's california is really big the scene's really big over there so i i usually go out to san francisco at least once a year oh yeah to visit uh carl the fog over there whatever it's called <laughs> go out there yeah um i was gonna ask you about food out there <laughs> really that was gonna be my question oh in san francisco yeah I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it uh, is. Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, no. Don't go there. Because there's a, there's a taco place out there that I absolutely love. Oh, yeah? Let's hope we can talk about it. It's a taco <laughs> shop at Underdogs. There's two. There's at least, I know, at least two locations. And What's it called? It's it's the taco shop at Underdogs. Or there's Underdogs 2, which is like the offshoot of it. Oh, nice. I'm a big taco fan, so any chance i get to talk about tacos your instagram <laughs> used to be filled with taco posts I, it used to, it at one point in time it was almost all taco pictures on my instagram <laughs> I, I went I had tacos last night nice i think i like my biggest run was like 16 days in a row of tacos i ate nothing but tacos <laughs> for 16 days straight and How i gotta go? tell you i never felt better in my life <laughs> did you grow a giant mustache it's like I was sweating Cholula at that point. Tapatio. Yeah, that's a, I'm pretty sure I'm missing like a big part of the taco experience because I don't eat hot sauce. And my wife likes to put hot sauce on her tacos, but I just, I pretty much eat them dry. I was going to say, like, are you actually secretly from Minnesota? Because that seems like a. That like, is like <laughs> black pepper is too spicy for me. Like, ooh, I yeah, can't seriously, like, that. I. My wife made like some chicken the other day, and I was like, "It's really spicy. What'd you put in it?" She's like, "It's just pepper." <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, totally. Then one hundred percent. Like that's the Minnesota spicy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're... She's she's from Wisconsin, so she has that. Like, I make fun of her accent sometimes, especially with the way she says Minnesota. I would too, because Wisconsin. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I hate cheese. Just gotta wow. put that out there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why, why hate hate not cheese? I don't know. I just um, being lactose intolerant is pretty strict. I, that would, okay, oh, that no. would do it. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, I'd just power through and, it. But I mean, that's I, everyone's choices. Yeah, you that that makes sense. But like, I it's it's I'm really stupid. Like, I <laughs> I don't like it. I I find it gross. But I eat pizza. And <laughs> I mean, it's different. Makes no sense. It's like people who don't like tomatoes, but they love ketchup. That's true. Oh, that's true. Or spaghetti sauce. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, marinara. Yeah. Tomatoes, oh, that's the most disgusting thing on earth. But, like, I'm going to put a pound of ketchup on my french fries right now. (laughs) Yeah. And ketchup is vegetable. Or is it a fruit? My God, that's so, so true. I never thought I'll bring up the deep deep questions yeah, the here. real the cutting questions <laughs> tomato vegetable or fruit go Eric 
technically, it's a fruit, but I don't give a shit. It's a vegetable. I don't care what it is. I fucking love them. (laughs) In any form. Now you're gross. But I would never eat, like, white bread with ketchup. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) ooh, I couldn't do that. So if you haven't gauged, Kyle's maybe slightly a bit of a foodie. So he loves buying oh, okay. food. So that's it is a thing. So you, when you said New Orleans like that, got oh yeah, 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 yeah. In like Seattle area is supposed to be like bomb for food too. So I haven't been. Yeah. Well, I have got a couple through, friends. We'll come eat yeah, I've got friends out there. Who are like we got to come out here because food's so good. Yeah. I question that. It's... Like San Francisco disappointed me, ex- except for the taco place that I was thinking about. Like I've gone. Yeah, there. I don't think every every time I've been to San Francisco, I haven't had anything like special. Like, I think we had like Thai food for some reason. And chilies. Like yeah, if I was out <laughs> yeah, there, I would be like, "Where's the closest In and Out?" Because that's the fine dining that I want in me right now. <laughs> Those little tiny yeah. peppers that you can get with it too. Those are so fucking good. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'll get like a four by four at In and Out. I've never had In and Out. And, I, and I've been. You can I've just had, add as many patties as you want. You can. And the, I, I fucking love it when people go and they're like, I went there and it wasn't all that great. And I was like, well, did you order it this way? And they're like, no, that wasn't on the menu. I was like, okay, really, you're doing it wrong. You won't ever get the good thing. If you aren't going to get an yeah, animal style exactly. any crazy way, that's your mistake and you won't have something good. Oh, I forgot about their secret menu. Yeah, there's this place up here. Yeah, I wanted like. What is what do you order? Scooby snacks, right? Something called Scooby snacks at In and Out. I think it's like uh, they like chop a patty up into the animal style fries. Oh it's supposed to be really shit! Good. But I don't eat that sauce on the animal style either, so I'm, I'm missing out on that too. Oh, the they call it the spread, the spread. Yeah, there. the spread. Mm. Sounds dirty. And if you're like, <laughs> oh, if you're a real pro, you'll ask for little packets of the spread too, if you need any yep. extra. You sound like a local. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Mission accomplished. You did. What's it. good to eat out there? So much. We've got so much. I really feel like Minneapolis, the Minneapolis St. Paul area is like overlooked food destination. Because I My really, wife's nodding your head in agreement, by the way. Yeah, like the food scene out here is out of control. There are so, so many good, good places in the neighborhood that we live in. Is yeah. Oof. Oh my god. There are <laughs> so many good things. And it really, and it's it's pretty much everything, really. I mean, you, it could be, you know, like the one thing I feel that's not represented well is Chinese cuisine here. That is the one thing. Any other Asian uh, stuff, yes, you can find, but like Chinese is the one thing that I feel that is not cool. There was once upon a time. A place that was really good, and they did dim sum every day of the week. And it's weird because, like, around here, it's like a Sunday only thing for places that will do dim sum. But this particular restaurant had a flood, and it closed for like a year, reopened, Uh and then they stopped doing all the awesome shit that they had before. So it's like now we're back to square one (laughs) where we can't get like really amazing Chinese food out here, but like. Thai, Japanese. I don't know why they change things after that, but it's just like, okay, this happened. We'll change the menu. We won't have like 15 pages of amazing stuff. We'll just have two. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that sucks. 
Like, you'll take that, right? Like the food was cursed and it unleashed the flood. That's right. why they won't cook it again. Maybe. If it was, it was worth it when I could get it. <laughs> I will be cursed for sure. There's a lot of Chinese cuisine out here, um, which is, it's, my wife's saying it's all right. The thing is, coming from California, there is a lot of shitty Chinese food, like fast food places, you know, where you can just go and grab yeah, like a styrofoam box full of Chinese food and go home. Like the I Americanized, like use yeah. your basic yeah. bitch shit. And then it's just like, yeah, which is what I crave sometimes, but there's <laughs> fucking none out here whatsoever. And it's crazy. They're just all like the sit down restaurants. I just want to go in and grab food and leave. But they're nowhere to be found out here. That's, I, that's a pain fancy. that I feel. I'm sorry <laughs> that you have to put up with that. Yeah. So you, you should come here and then you get some hot food and your wife will be happy. Yeah. And she'll be close to home, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Sort of close. In a better area, but close. <laughs> yeah. Slay <laughs> yeah. from that cheese state. <laughs> Have to go get some spotted cow beer like every other Wisconsinite. <laughs> Line and kugels. Line and kugels. Oh my god! Yeah, Line and kugels. Yeah. yeah, complain that you can't get spotted cow. Get Line and yeah. kugels instead. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry for anyone who's absolutely obsessed with spotted cow. Which What's is spotted like, cow? It's it's some kind of beer, and I don't know the reason why because I'm not like. A beer person, but I think it can't uh-huh. be sold in other states because it's not pasteurized or something. I I don't know, but I she think that might why. be it. But like people will go there or like show up, drive to go get it, bring it across straight uh, state lines because they're like, I, you know, you can't get it anywhere else. You got to get it here. You fall hmm. for that shit, like people. I suppose that's cool. I got what the fuck. Hold on, my dog's barking. I think my friend's here. No you can wait. <laughs> it's wait outside. Let the dog bark. Yeah. <laughs> a convention this weekend for video game music. So I'll be representing oh, nice. like... Are there people performing? We don't have anyone performing there, but we're trying to get like a shoe in for next year. Oh, yeah. So get like, a watch out for snakes. Yeah, and you know what? We just said something about that last night. We're like, he would be the perfect person to play this. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll reach out to Matt, I'm sure, because we were talking to Matt before about coming up, and I think that would be like the perfect place for him to uh, be. And he, I think he's playing at Neon Retrofest. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. Yeah, we are going to know so many people there. It's fucking yeah. crazy. It's like everyone there, everyone who's friends with each other from everywhere will be there. Pretty much. I think we should all just meet up before and. Do like a synchronized dance that we'll just perform. Oh my God. <laughs> Flash mob. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? I was thinking more of like a line dance, like a cowboy line dance. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> now I have That's a, a sample no gun. one's used yet, I think. I gotta use that. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be... I, I, man, you being there... Street cleaner being there, like there's just so much good stuff happening. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So let me. Do you have you done some of the other? Like, have you done Echo Synthetic Fest? Yeah, I played the first one. Sweet. They made like a movie about it or something, like a little documentary. It's on. Uh, I think it's on Amazon. Sweet. Did you yeah. happen to meet uh, Unholy Rat King when you were there? Oh yeah, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Chris was that dude's awesome. Yeah, he was part of our he was part of our group initially, and then he kind of just disappeared. 
<laughs> yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, he's literally just kind of like folded up, and and I I don't know what's happening with him right now. But yeah, he was great to hang around. Got to see him a few times perform live, so that was fun. Yeah, he came. <laughs> that whisper came through perfectly. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, what's this whispering about? <laughs> I like whispering. Yeah, the last time we saw him was when my wife threw a, a thing in um, L.A. called Outrun the Sun, and he came out to that. No, we saw him neon. We saw him at neon. Yeah, yeah. You were like hugging him and stuff the whole time. I hugged a lot of people. <laughs> what was um, going on there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. I love him. He's yeah. cool. So, hi, Chris. Hopefully, he finds his finds he's this. Listening to, to this, it. like, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Our missing um, partner. Yeah, so. the first Echo Synthetic Fest I played. That was a fun one. Um, I, there's a show on the East Coast. I think coming up i can't i don't think i can talk about it maybe i said too much now but yeah i'll be on the east coast this year but you gave a general happening this year an event on a part of a region of the country i think you're safe yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) not neon i'll just say that um have you played nightwave at all no so that's the new york dark wave uh scene oh yeah yeah, I'm buddies with them. They're they're really cool dudes. I've been to Night Waves, but I haven't been to one in New York, and I want to go to one in New York because I feel like that's the one to go to. I think so. It would be a good thing to go to. I would like to go to that. Seriously, there's so many like I would like to go to many things, but here I am <laughs> in the middle, yeah. in the like dead center middle of North America. Good job. Thanks. I didn't pick it either. I just happened to be here. Are you guys going to do like a podcast from um, from Neon while you're there? Uh, we're talking about it with um, or with um, the Night Ride guys. So, of course, I we could probably put it out there. It's fine. It'd be really cool if we could do an episode and just get like everyone who's... Just like a revolving door of people coming in and yeah. out. Yeah, so there is, um, I know that uh, Neon Fox is going to be there, and Dennis, and um, Chef Tom, and Aaron Veiling, or Valingo is going to be there. I'm not sure yeah. who is all going to, we're going to be all on a panel together, we're doing oh, a nice. thing, but I was trying to convince um, the Night Ride guys to just do a big giant episode for Night Ride. And That'd be do, awesome. do it in front of a, a group of people. So we'll see how. I, I think there's a lot of things that are fluid still with what's going to happen. So yeah. Um, is there usually so they've announced two waves of music? Is there usually a third wave? Yeah, I think there's. I think it's three days long. Yeah. I, so oh. there should, unless they're going to spread out the those two waves that they showed over three days, but. I, I I don't know. I'm just speaking for myself. I think there'll be another wave of people. Yeah, I'm curious how that's how that's gonna turn out to be. Um, so yeah, we it'll be fun. It's gonna be a blast. And pretty much everyone that I've reached out to, who's either been announced to play or isn't playing, is like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. So I think for those that are listening, and especially you know, because they'll be on night ride at some point in time, like. This is yeah. the time to go. Like, holy shit, the amount of people that are going to be there. Even if you're not not performing, there's going to be a lot of synthwave artists there just hanging out. So, yeah, the last time it was like, uh, like you turn like a corner and you like see someone, hey, and you hug them, and you turn around, and it's the same thing, and it just kept happening the whole time. That's fucking awesome. It was, 
yeah, it was cool. It I'm was not really sure fun. how I'm going to survive with how much I'm probably going to drink. Yeah. <laughs> bring like a, one of those defibrillators or something. That's perfect. Bring some water. <laughs> water? I don't know if I can yeah. drink that when I'm there. Can you do that in Providence? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think it's allowed. <laughs> I will eat my pizza out there. Which will have the East Coast water, which but, makes it better. But it's not New York water. <laughs> but it's still, it's different. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll I'm, see. Yeah. I'm curious. Well, uh, Kyle, do you have anything, any other pressing questions? I feel like I'm on the spot. No. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> on a 1 to 10 scale, how TJ Miller am I right now? <laughs> 10. Shit. <laughs> I'm actually TJ Miller. This is my new thing. Can I, so, uh, so one of the night ride guys was was texting me, and he was like, "Hey, can you have Kyle say lines from Silicon Valley?" <laughs> yeah, say Aviato. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. I won't give in to this. It's it's so insane though. You sound so much like him. I'm pretty sure after I see you in person, that'll just go away. It will. I look yeah. very much different, so yeah. don't even like let that get into your mind. You, you also, Maybe I just purposely just won't look at you. There you go. So I just keep this. Close, close your eyes. Yeah. Like, dude, right. DJ Miller like has a anybody else so who crazy. I talk to that doesn't look at me like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I would say you almost, like, if TJ Miller and Seth Rogen, too, combine them. Yeah. I'm just like... Th- I just missing that laugh, yeah. like that signature laugh. Yeah, you got a different laugh, but it's all—it's all there. You're being offended right now, and you should. <laughs> I know. I don't even know what to think right now. Like, why? Why is why? You're blessed. So there you go. Bless you. <laughs> Go like hit my forehead and knock me over right now. Bless you, my son. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so Alienate is out. It's a fantastic album. Um, Thank you. I really, really hope that... From what I see, people are really, really reacting. And and I'm seeing, like, all the people I know, like, commenting on your album on Bandcamp about how much they like it. So I pretty (laughs) much know it's a... You know, like, you've got the gold seal of approval from a lot of people so far. Yeah, Um, that's cool. I like like reading those words. It's nice. And, yeah, I like that the, the emotions came through. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And um, you got more stuff to come this year. Clearly, you've got some live events. You're going to be at Neon Retrofest hanging out. Um, yep. So be there because we're going to be there. So that's reason <laughs> enough. Every, every, from what I know, everyone's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it's just like maybe like Magic Swordish, Dance of the Dead type people aren't going to be there. That's about it. Yeah. But I ain't even going to see it. It's going to be there. Well, yeah, really, it'll still be awesome. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, uh, thank you guys for having me on. This is really fun. Everyone who listened, please follow all Face Hugger things on all aspects of social media and music places. Also support Face yeah. Hugger on Bandcamp. Buy the album. Uh, you have a very reasonable price of $5, I believe. Yeah, you could buy the album or if you can't afford it, just hit me up and I'll send you a code. I get so many of them a month i just hand them out so i for me i just rather the people have the music and listen to it and i know sometimes even five dollars it's like 
hard to justify spending that, but if you want some music, just let me know and I'll send you a code. Five dollars is worth it for that album. So spend yeah, the five dollars. Spend the damn five dollars. <laughs> thank you guys. Alright. Well, thank you. Until next time this is This is Kyle. Paradise Arcade.